0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Take 2 in the world of podcasting proudly present to you the WWE tag team Superfans of the World, The Dream Craig Machine, the badass Johnny P, Take 2
1: Take Down. And if you're not down with Take Two Takedown, we got two words for you. Suck it!
0: Don't call it a comeback, folks. We've been here for years. Episode 40, Take Two Takedown, we have finally returned. We've had some troubles. We've had some troubles. Life struggles. Technical difficulties. You were kidnapped in Aruba for at least a week. There was gremlins in your computer for another week. I know. We had what I would call probably the best episode of T3 we've ever recorded. It was like a bajillion hours long. It was so good. And then when it went into the editing bay for all of the Take-Two Takedown editors that work on our show. You. Me. Just you? Just me. Um, it wasn't there
1: Uh, to actually
0: edit. Um... Because I think the issue is, I've only been podcasting for two years and I don't really know how any
1: of this works. Well, for not knowing how <laughs> anything works, you do a great job. It's magic! We will allow you one mistake. Right. This is it. This is the then one mistake. Next time we take you out back and flog you.
0: Uh, that's understandable. But but we are here and we've been gone a little
1: bit. A couple weeks.
0: couple weeks. <laughs> so we're doing things a little bit different this episode. Yeah, we're going to do a catch-up show. Right, because we've missed so much. We have not come on since before
1: Extreme Rules. So yeah. we have to do our Extreme Rules pick to let everybody know who won. Uh, we have to do just a recap of everything that's going on in WWE right now. Exactly. We did uh, an amazing interview. With Todd the Cheeseburger. So, you guys are gonna get that. So, you guys will finally get that. We have a phenomenal letter from one of our listeners. Exactly. And we wanna do it, it's due diligence. Mm hmm, mm hmm. And then, on top of all that, we're gonna go over some local events and yep. just all our shout outs to the people we love. Exactly. So, strap in, folks. Strap we're in. going. I'm getting strapped. You're getting strapped. I'm buckling up.
0: All right, so extreme rules. Let's remember back many, 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 Where- many, many, many weeks ago where there was Sherman, a Sherman <laughs> get the way back machine. <laughs> okay, Mr. Peabody. Okay. We had extreme rules.
1: Do you remember what your overall feeling of the show was? It was decent. It was better than decent, yeah. Yeah, better than some but not as good as others. Right. We we all admit we've seen much
0: much worse. Yeah. Pay-per-views back in even in the time I would actually pay per pay-per-view. There were ones that were much, much worse than this. So
1: So I'm not complaining. No. Could have
0: been better. Sure. Right. Sure. We had a little poll that we put up right afterwards asking people who follow us on Twitter (laughs) at (laughs) Take2Takedown. You said you had a little poll. little poll. We asked them, how would you grade the event? We had 10% say A. We had 34% say B. We had 35% say C. And 21% said they didn't even finish the show. So I would teeter on the
1: 35%, the C. Mm-hmm. It was a high C, maybe low B in my opinion. Right. There were some definite highlights that brought it up a lot. Yeah.
0: You know, so. But we did do our Extreme Rules pickums Challenge. Did we say thank you to the 62 people that actually voted? Oh, we should. Thanks, guys. Hey. We like it when people vote in our polls. Champions. Champions. We gave you the finger guns. Mm-hmm. So for our extreme challenge, we had us, obviously. Us, yes. We had Pat Himes from the eighty twenty movie show. Great guy. We had the alleged wrestling podcast, our lovely friend from Tubit of people. We had tag me in, bro. We had those guys come in, new friends. We had Jeff the ref that we had on a much earlier episode, weeks and weeks and weeks ago. A stoic sort, but we love him. But we love him. And then we had our new dark horse, your own eleven year old son. Colin the Maniac. The Maniac. The
1: Maniac. And um, I'm just going to let you know if he beats me, mm-hmm. I never hear the end of it. I uh, don't blame you. So we nev- neither of us will. So let's jump into this then, shall we? Let's
0: jump into this. So we had two matches in the pre show. Yes. Do you want to read the matches or do you want to read the points? I
1: don't care. I'll read the matches. Okay, I'll read the points. Sorry. Right, you ready? I am ready. So we open up with Sin versus Andretti Cien Almost. Ah, One of my new favorites. Mm hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially with everything going on with Zelina Ooh. and Lana and all that, but we'll yes. get into it. Yes. Uh, almost basically kills. Yes, he kill um, So he gets the win.
0: Right. So we get one point. Yes, for me. Yes, for you. Yes, for Jeff. Yes, for Pat. Uh-huh. For alleged. Okay, and for tag me and bro. But none for Colin, But right? none for Colin. All no, right, cool. he is so a Sin
1: Cara diehard. I'm a champion for he's, now. He's always just wearing that Lucha mask around the house. All right, here we go. We're mm. going into Sanity versus the New Day. This is a tables match. It is. Somebody it has to go through a table. Somebody. And guess who it was?
0: Oh, it was poor Kofi. Oh. I love me, Kofi. But because Sanity won, and that was one point for everybody. Because Everybody. We all Sanity. Yay, go us. And then we go into...
1: what <laughs> What started the show? Mm-hmm. The Leaders of Worlds versus B-Team, mm-hmm. which I could care less about, but I know you love. Yes. Yes. So there was a tease that Bo and Bray in the early on in the mm-hmm.
0: match. Uh,
1: but the B-Team wins, and a celebration goes on throughout the entire freaking evening. That was best, including the post-show
0: Hosted by Renee Young, they show up on stage just celebrating. Oh, yeah. You can't say you didn't enjoy at least
1: that part. No, I did. Mm-hmm. I did, I did. So who got points there, Craig? Points for that were you Yay. and one Pat Himes. Yeah. Yeah, go guys. We're smart. Go. So right now, me and Pat Himes are in the lead. Um. Yes, as of three matches. Because we're champions. You guys are in the lead. All right. mm-hmm. And that's the only way it's going to stay. Uh, of course. Of I'm of King course. of the hill. Now I remember
0: so, this is where a part in the night which I think we just need to mention cuz it leads forward to everything we're doing. Angle is backstage. Exactly. Exactly and what does he do, Craig. He this is when he calls out Brock Lesnar. He called him out. He called him out. Ultimatum. And he said either you show up on Raw the next night and set Bitches. up your match or you'll be stripped of the belt. Yeah. And the thing that I think was the most telling about this was the crowd had the biggest reaction to this one backstage announcement even more so than any of the matches.
1: Eh well, but I hey, think we're all fine. just getting excited to be done with Brock Lesnar. For a exactly.
0: While. Exactly.
1: But one of the matches I was most interested in, because I actually like these two wrestlers right now, mm-hmm. Finn Balor and Constable Corbin. Constable Corbin. Balor gets the win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And who wins points for that match? Which my leads
0: to points for you. Yay. Uh Colin the Maniac. Oh wait. Jeff, alleged, and tag me in, bro. But your name's not there. Nope. No. Nope. Because you're dumb. No, because I'm smart. Huh? I'm smart.
1: What are you saying? You're saving up to pounce like a ninja? Yes. Where I'm just coming out like gangbusters? Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. We get the Bludgeon Brothers and Team Hell No fighting backstage. We're, we're heading backstage. They're fighting back there. Everything's going on. Mm. Uh, the Bludgeon Brothers destroyed Kane.
0: Oh, they did. They did. If only. But he has a match leader tonight. So what does that mean, guys? What? 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 Huh? huh, 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 huh? Uh, uh,
1: don't, don't get, get into, into it. it. Don't get into it. Right. it. And then we get into Oh, poor Oscar. What's uh, happened to Oscar? Oh, Oscar. Asuka versus Carmella for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Right. Right. Ellsworth is suspended above the ring in a shark cage, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which throws me off. Yes. But, but then uh, he's he, throwing down chains and, and, and the and sea spray, spray right? and yeah. Anyway. But he does escape
0: at one point and just gets suspended by his shoe. And then then Oscar just kicks him over and over again in the chest. Yeah, Oscar uses him as a kickback. But Carmella gets the win. She does. She does.
1: And the only people who got five points on this belt match was Colin and Tag Me In, bro. So my son tells me, Dad, you want to know what? And I'm like, well, he goes Mela's money. Oh. I was like, you little bastard. You little bastard. And speaking of little bastards, mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy <laughs> and Shinsuke Nakamura
2: oh, for the US championship. Little
1: bastards. Uh oh. so hey, we don't even really get a match here. The bell no, rings no. right after Shinsuke does the infamous dick punch. Mm-hmm. hmm Um takes him out with a Shinsaka. Shinsaka. And uh, you know, gets the belt, and then Orton, of all people, comes out. Orton shows up, which leads into what we're going to talk about as this goes on. Yeah, but, I mean, and this was great. He comes out, he destroys Jeff Hardy even more. We're like, what the hell's going on?
0: Exactly. So the five points on this one went to me and you, because we're both smart, Uh, Colin, Pat, Alleged, and Tag Me In, bro.
1: And this leads us to one of our prop questions. Will Nakamura hit Hardy in the groin? Right. And the three points who who said yes, because it did happen, Go to
0: me, Colin, Jeff, Pat, and tag me in. You guys love the dick punches. I don't see your name anywhere in there. Uh, That's because I'm smart. Just
1: saying. I was going for a higher brow of wrestling. Just saying. Speaking of high brows.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Strowman. Strowman, he's got a very high brow, like a long head. Yeah. Football yeah. shaped
1: almost. Strowman versus Owens in what was probably the best match of the night. Uh I would it was agree. A steel cage match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Strowman slams the door on Owens a few times. Oh, we poor got thing. Uh, He gets handcuffed to the ring at one point. Yeah. I mean
0: if but the problem is handcuffs can't control a
1: monster. Not a monster, no. No. Mm-mm. But they wind up on top of the ring and Strowman throws KO down. 30 feet yes. onto, obviously, a table with a mat underneath
0: Obviously. It. Obviously. And I think one of the things that annoyed me the most is all of the multitude of angles that they showed this in. And one of the angles or two of the angles, really, obviously, there was that nice big airbag under the
1: table. So maybe you don't show that angle. Right. Not for nothing. <laughs> getting thrown 30 feet onto oh, yeah. anything has got to hurt. Yeah. So kudos mm-hmm. to Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe a little bit better camera work. Right. So right. technically, mm-hmm. Owen's feet hits the floor first. Exactly. He wins the match. He wins the match. So, so you got, got a point. Yep. Allegra
0: got a point And Tag Me In got a point. Because we're smart. Uh, Yeah. But I think this puts me at a bajillion to you
1: five. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. I'm super smart. I
0: think you're right. Just remember, though, this was only one point. No belt.
1: I don't don't care. I still think I got, like, a a Begigillian. Begigillian? Yeah. What's next? So we actually get into the match with the Bludgeon Brothers and Team Hell No.
0: Right, right. But there's no Kane. It's just Daniel Bryan. He's all by himself. He's all by himself.
1: Mm -hmm, But he could do it. But Kane comes
0: down wearing a boot. Oh, good thing. He's he's here to rescue the day. So obviously then Team Hell No won the match.
1: No, no, no. no. Bludgeon Brothers still win. Mm -hmm. And because of that, who gets points? We got five points to me. Colin, Jeff, Pat, and Alleged. So I'm getting a little worried. Although I may have a McGillian point. Right. hmm. hmm. It looks like Colin is catching up. Colin is catching up to you. Mm hmm. I'm not worried about anyone else no, but you the shouldn't maniac. not. You shouldn't be. I think him and I are going to have heat. We're mm-hmm. going to build a story. Yeah. Yeah. So then we get into what was probably one of the matches I did not want to see. No, no. But turned out to be a decent match. Turned out to be decent, and I I would say the
0: crowd maybe changed a little bit as this match went on. But we're into Roman Reigns and
1: Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. Roman Reigns and Bob. 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 So uh, we get a couple of wonderful. WWE fan chants. Of, mm-hmm. We want beach balls. I think there was a CM Punk. Yeah, there was a, a Rusev, Rusev Day. Day. All right, mm. so I'm going to get off on a tangent here. Okay, do it. If you are going to chant something mm-hmm. to show your disconcern or that you're just not interested in the match or whatever, mm-hmm. make it prevalent. Why would you chant Rusev Day when Rusev isn't even there? Right. Why do you chant CM Punk? I never get the chanting CM Punk. I do I get that it's because... CM Punk and the WWE fight each other and they don't like each other. And right. This is your way of saying, hey, I don't like you too. Mm-hmm. But he's no longer relevant. No, like, he's not. He's not a UFC fighter. No. He's no. not coming back to WWE. He's not. People need to give that up. You just need to realize that if you're going to chant something like the we want beach balls. That was funny. That was funny. That was funny. CM Punk, not funny. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyone would be surprised that this did not Come as the main event. Right,
0: exactly. I, I think that's a big thing. And I think most people, I would say, are surprised that Lashley won this match. And by most, I mean everybody but me, because I picked him. You're dumb. But I got a point. I got to do
1: say this. I got to do say you this. You got to do say this? I must say this. You must say this. English speaks. I speaks it good. Mm-hmm. Um, when... <laughs> Reigns dumps Lashley onto the floor. Yes. Did Mm -hmm. your house actually shake? The whole house shook. The block basically. Oh, it was hilarious. But this leads us into a prop question, my friend. We did have another prop question. How many spears overall will occur during the Reigns Lashley match? Right. And the uh, the actuality
0: is only one happened. Only one. But the lowest guess was two. And we go by
1: prices. We go by prices. Right rules. Can't go over. So nobody got a point. Right. So no points for anybody. All right, and speaking about pointless, pointless, we're going with Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax for the Raw Women's Championship. Yes, yes. I, I may be in the minority, but I am fine with Alexa Bliss having the title as much as she had. She's the biggest agree. heel talent they have. I completely agree in the women's division on Raw right now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. But Nia comes out with Natalia. Bliss is out with Mickey James. Surprise, surprise. Um and. We had a prop question in this one because Rousey is obviously sitting ringside. She had
0: tickets for front row. She could rightfully be there, John. Okay. She okay. was allowed to be there. She'd already seen it happen with Cena. You know what's going to happen. Okay. So, mm-hmm. Bliss wins with the DDT to Jax.
1: She does. Okay. She does. Onto a chair.
0: Right. So, the points just for that match alone, the five points, go to me, you,
1: Alleged, and Tag Me In. We all had Bliss winning. All right, good. But this leads us into the prop question of, Mm -hmm. after the bell rings, at what minute mark does Rousey interfere with Jax and Bliss? Right. And she interfered at the 5 minute,
0: 22 second mark.
1: Yeah, which, this pisses me off. This pisses some people off. you're a great guy, (laughs) really entertaining on all of your shows, especially Mm. when you guest on ours. Right. But... You beat me by a second, you right.
0: bastard? Pat got the three points because he said four minutes eleven seconds. I said four minutes ten seconds. Right? He beat you. He did that one dollar more. I know. So son he of a won. Bitch. But I think the most upset people are probably tag me in, bro, because it was at five minutes and twenty two seconds she comes in. Their bet was five right. minutes twenty five seconds. Oh, uh, so the price is three. right. Rules screwed them.
1: Oh, tag me in, bro. Damn you, Price is right. So tag me in is totally going to lose this. Totally losing it. And
0: speaking of losing, yes, Rusev loses to AJ. He does. He does. But I think a lot of us saw this coming because the points went to me, you, Jeff, Pat, Alleged, and tag
1: me in. I'm still not seeing Colin's name so much, so I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Feeling, feeling good, good, Bob. Feeling good, Bob. All right. Uh, this leads us into what I thought was another great match of the night. Mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler and uh, Seth Rollins. This is a thirty-minute Iron Man match for the ICC belt. That's right. I think this was a great way to end the night because this is the match everybody
0: knew would be one of the best matches. Mm-hmm. So I think it was smart of them to make this the main event. So Ziggler wins, in Tayden the belt, and yep. who gets points for that. So points go to me, Colin, Ooh. alleged, and tag me in. All
1: not right. You. Just
0: saying. So after the match, a lot of not you. What? What?
1: After the matches and prop questions, the mm-hmm. scores are broken down like this. Yes. Tag me in, bro, at 32. Yes. They're Craig, the lead. Craig is at 31. Right behind him. I'm not lagging this because I'm not seeing where my mega Gillian points no, win.
0: No, no. Keep going. Keep uh, going down the list.
1: Alleged win with 29 points. Mm-hmm. Then the Maniac and Pat Himes are tied neck and neck yep. at 25. Yep. Over me at 24. Yes. And then the only saving grace is Jeff the ref is kind enough to end it up with 16 points. Well, as we've
0: discussed, he is a ref. He doesn't really pay attention to what happens outside of the exact ring he's in. So why should he? Okay. Okay.
1: He doesn't want to be biased. Then we get into our prediction. We get into our prediction. If you get them right, Mm -hmm. you get three points. And if you get them wrong, you lose three points. You lose three points. So this is the great equalizer. I feel this is where I'm going to come in and wind up being a champion. Right. And this is also why the guys at 2-Bit
0: Alleged Wrestling Podcast hate doing these challenges with us. Because they feel the predictions are wonky Yankee math and take us down.
1: It, but that's what it is. That's what it is. That's how we roll. Because we're America. We're
0: America, and we do stuff our own way. We
1: don't need your metric system. Damn you and your convenient, useful, and often much easier to learn metric system. <laughs> we go standard. Here. No, standard. We do our own thing. Bastards. Bastards. All right, so how do you want to do this? Do you just want to go through the points? Do you want to actually tell everybody what their predictions were?
0: I say we'll quickly go through the predictions and points. So, All right,
1: so let's go with, we'll go from the bottom up. We'll go from the bottom up. All right. Jeff got seven points, and his predictions were... His predictions were, Strowman and Owens will open the show. Wrong.
0: Jax will wear black and pink ring attire. Wrong. Ref will be incapacitated for a time during Lashley-Reigns' match. Wrong. All right, so he ends up at the very bottom. Right. He's got minus nine points because of that. So who's next? Uh, Well, that would be me. Oh, that would be John, the demigod. John
1: winds up with 15 points total. Mm -hmm. My predictions were, sir... (laughs) Ellsworth, handcuffed ringside.
0: Didn't Too happen. Too goddamn specific. Yep. Styles, wins by DQ. Aiden interferes. Didn't, Didn't happen. happen. Uh, Hardy comes out red, white, and black face paint. The extreme rules colors. Didn't happen. Didn't so happen. you got was minus close. nine black points. Black and white. I missed the red. And end with the, with the 15. Who's right. next? Then we go with Pat Himes. Pat Himes. Our friend Pat Himes. His were. Kane turns on Daniel Bryan. Didn't happen. Nope. He's got, there will be blood in the Owen-Strowman match. Nope. Didn't happen. And then he's got, Aiden and Rusev do not break up at the pay-per-view. That's right. He was right. So he only got minus six.
1: Now, he got 19 points total. And he tied with my son... Who did four points better than me mm-hmm. at another 19 points. Right. So guess who's going to hear this for the rest Every of the next day. couple of weeks till SummerSlam? Every day. This guy. So
0: Colin ended up with the same thing with minus six points because he had Balor, well black and white, which didn't happen. And McIntyre and Reigns will somehow both come out during the ICC match. Didn't happen. But he did have Ellsworth will distract Asuka to help Carmella win.
1: That did happen. That did happen. So... So... I'm just going to, uh, once again, go off on a little tangent. Congratulations, mm-hmm. buddy. I'm proud of you. You outdid your dad. Uh, but don't worry. SummerSlam's coming around the corner, and I'm going to win that one. Yeah,
0: sure you are. Keep telling yourself that. Uh, well.
1: What? Let- okay. On to the next people. Who All is right. that? Alleged. Alleged. Alleged with 20 points total. And, and this is where our wonky math kills this them. This is where our
0: wonky math kills them, because they got a minus nine. All three predictions are wrong. Because they're dumb. Reigns and Lashley, main event, didn't oh, happen. Well. Ellsworth cost Carmelo the title, didn't happen. Didn't happen. Team Hell No Fallout, didn't happen. Didn't happen. So, that sucked for them. All right, the next is you, my Me, friend, the at genius. 25. Reigns versus Lashley, main event, didn't happen. No. Oh. Carmelo will lose the belt due in some way to Ellsworth, didn't, didn't happen. Anything. Rollins will wear the green Power Ranger outfit. Did happen. Did happen. So I got a minus six. That leaves
1: tag me in, bro. Tag me in, bro. With a huge total of twenty six points. Right. They beat me by one point because their predictions were. Their predictions were Ambrose returned during
0: the Iron Man match. Nope. nope. L El, or er, Elias will have a featured segment. Nope. nope. But Rousey's interference will cause Nia to lose. Yes. Did happen. Okay. We'll give it to him. So they got 26 points. So tag me in,
1: bro. Is our winner for the Extreme Rules Pick'em Challenge? All right. So as always, we have a great time doing these Pick'em's. We yep. love having our friends and our fans involved. Mm-hmm. We are obviously doing one for SummerSlam. It's all set up. We're yep. adding the matches as we come because we know last night we got the announcement that Daniel Bryan and The Miz are actually going to wrestle. Exactly. So if that doesn't main event this SummerSlam. I don't. Know I mean, you're thinking. talking
0: about like an eight-year build-up to this yeah. thing,
1: and I think this leads us into what how we're going to break
0: down the show, which is basically just discussing the current state of people in the WWE.
1: Right. So, if you're interested in doing our pickums, just hit them up, mm-hmm. up. Hit them up. Hit them up. Hit them up, Sad. Hit us up. Mm-hmm. You can get us at our uh, email, which is Triple T Bag. That's the word Triple, the letter T Bag. At gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. send us a DM on Twitter. Yep. We are Take Two Takedown. Exactly. And we and will it. send you out the challenge. You can fill out your uh, answers.
0: You can fill out and answer our prop questions for the SummerSlam. And you can fill out your three predictions. We'll, so. we'll accept not only other wrestling shows, because we love to collaborate with other shows. We'll also accept listeners to this one. So any oh. listeners want to get in or... Even any of our friends at Right Coast Pro who are actual wrestlers that want to get in. Maybe they got some inside tracks and inside knowledge thing.
1: Look, I've really dropped the ball in the last couple of ones. I've been at the bottom of the heap. Right. I feel as though. You're still going to suck at this one? Because I feel that. No. Oh, oh, sorry. I didn't mean. Continue. I've gone through a whole (laughs) metamorphosis here, buddy. I went from caterpillar to butterfly. I am going to rise above like a phoenix.
0: Oh, Okay. And destroy all. But I, at what point did you decide that the butterfly wing tattoos on your back were a good idea? Look, it's a monarch. Oh. Okay? Oh, okay. That's like
1: a king. That is. That is.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: And the dragon claws at the tip tell everybody I'm a badass.
0: Right. But the fact that the dragon claws are painted
1: pink... Well, like nail with, polish? It went with the aesthetic. Oh, well, that's true. And it's not pink. It's blood. Oh, sorry. It's blood. It's nail right. polish. It's blood. It's just they ran out of cool red ink right. and went with the darkest right. pink they had. Right. Back to wrestling. Okay, let's <laughs> talk wrestling. So I'm just going to spit fire some stuff at you. Mm-hmm. Get your ideas. I'll get roll it. in on spit it. Spit it. So we got to go immediately to probably the biggest storyline going on right now. Roman Reigns.
0: Yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns, uh, the... The WWE universe, at least arena-wise, seems to be maybe slightly turning towards him. He's cutting some decent
1: promos. He's got some decent promos. He's had some good heat. Even the stuff with Bob with with the Lashley. With the Lashley was decent. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, him and this whole Brock Lesnar angle, we're all tired of it. We've said it, but right. still, you gotta admit it's. Decent. It's exactly. good. Exactly. And I and I think you have to
0: give some of this to Roman and you have to give some of this to Brock. Brock is doing so good at making people hate him that you you got last week an actual real-life WWE crowd chant We Want Roman. Yeah, like they weren't paid. They weren't paid. This is for real. This reals. wasn't a zoom in on like a family of four that just happened to have Roman t-shirts like they always do. This mm. was like an actual crowd. Chanting that, I almost feel like you want to be upset because you're like, no, no, WWE. This this means that everything you've been doing, you're going to continue to do. You're not going to change because it's now worked.
1: Man, so my opinion is this: mm. Roman will get the belt at Summerslam because to. WWE is done with Brock Lesnar right. for a while mm-hmm. uh, until Brock wants to come back and promises and pinky swears with Vince that it's not going to happen. It's again. not going to
0: happen. I won't leave you again, buddy. So.
1: I'm in it. I'm in it. I I mean, I I like the whole thing that's happened with
0: Brock and Paul Heyman. Yeah. I enjoy that, you know? I like the 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 one question I have about
1: Paul Heyman is, Mm -hmm. he's under contract with WWE. Right. And he's under contract with uh, Brock Lesnar as his advocate. Mm Mm-hmm. WWE, a couple weeks ago, said, hey, if you don't have your uh, client show, you're fired. Right,
0: right, because you work
1: for us. Huh? Yeah, so I don't- it's so, almost like having the US Marshals take somebody out of the building.
0: Exactly. Exactly. It and I think jive. I think what you're gonna run into, we all know Paul Heyman is great on the mic. He is amazing on the mic, and he needs to stay in WWE doing that. But with Brock Lesnar leaving,
1: where does Paul Heyman fit in all of this? Where would you like to see him? I think he'd be great with a Ronda Rousey. I think he'd be perfect with a Ronda Rousey. My dark horse candidate, and we'll talk about him in a minute. Mm-hmm. Elias. Elias cuts his great promos. You mm. add he- Heyman on there, and we're at a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. Um, getting
0: into that whole selling out arenas, all
1: that sort of stick. And, yeah. And then, then let's let's kind of do. Now that we're getting into Elias, let's talk about Bob Lashley for a hot minute. Bob goes from number one contender. Right. Mm-hmm. Drops down to matches, and I love Elias. You love Elias. Correct. We love his promo work and all this. Do you think this storyline they're building between Bob Lashley and Elias is good for either of them? I I don't. I mean, I feel that Elias
0: is sort of on the upward rise, like almost better than this. And I feel like you said, you're bringing Bobby Lashley down to a different level than he was. So I don't know who's supposed to be. If Bobby wins this whole thing, it, it doesn't really help him Mm-mm. and it just hurts Elias. If Elias wins this whole thing, it you're just destroying Bobby and Elias might move up like a
1: tick. Like but do you think do you think WWE is done with Bobby Lashley? I don't um, know. I do like the fact that they've given Bobby Lashley someone like Elias that has a a name and people are interested in to keep him relevant. Yes. But mm-hmm. I agree with you. It doesn't really help either one of them at all. I want to see Elias in the ICC uh, competition, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think we're a little bit off. And I'm going to put it this way: I like when WWE allows the stories to build. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't like uh, seeing Bobby Lashley mess up singing Rock and Robin. Oh God, that was horrid. <laughs> that was like one of the, still better than anything he did with Sammy. And I, mm-hmm. I'm not picking on Sammy. Mm. It was just a horrible storyline. Right, right. But uh, that was awful. Um, Speaking of the Intercontinental Champion, mm-hmm. speaking of that whole storyline, mm-hmm. and keeping in the same realm as Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. Seth Rollins, Dolph Ziggler, yeah. and Drew McIntyre, and this whole ICC thing. I mean, I think you
0: have to admit that even with everything going on, this Rollins, Ziggler, McIntyre are probably your three guaranteed people that any match they do is going to be like a match of the night. So... Everybody
1: save us. I'm going to give us a little kudos here. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, "Oh, Dolph has played out, Dolph is this, Dolph is that." No. Not no, us. <laughs> no, we've always been big fans of Dolph. And um the the deal here is this storyline is really working. Yes. And, for all three of them. And we always say how over is Seth Rollins, but I'm starting to kind of feel almost like we say about like Charlotte, like the wrestler she's wrestling brings her up. Mhm. I'm starting to say Seth Rollins brings everyone up to his level. I, I think it's becoming he, that way. He even made Brazongo relevant this week when uh, he came out to do the tag yes. and Brizongo introduced himself. He was himself. like, let's go! He was kind of comedic, but mm-hmm. Seth kind of like, you know, Breeze, you got your moment with Seth.
0: Right, right. And, and, and you know, like we said, we don't want to get too specific about everything that happened. But this week, seeing Reigns and Rollins together again... A lot of really, fun. Really, really good. Really a lot of <laughs> yeah, fun. Yeah, really would, a lot of fun. I
1: would be more into that than Reigns having the uh, heavyweight champion. Yeah, championship I would go. totally just make them a tag team for a little but, bit. Like Now, we've been remiss because we haven't said anything about Drew McIntyre. Now, this, and we've said it from the get-go, mm-hmm. coming back, after going back down to NXT to, to polish it up, and then coming back as he has, yep. he is the prototype of what you want in a champion. Exactly. He's big, he's fast, he's agile, he has skill on the mic, mm-hmm. and he is just a character that you either love or you hate. Yeah, there, there's a buy in there. Exactly. So, I think it's inevitable that you have Drew McIntyre get the ICC belt. Mm-hmm. We just want to know how. We all assume it's going to be a turn on Ziggler. Right. Right. But mm-hmm. let's but see you what know, happens. and then how soon does
0: this happen? I don't think it's going to be a SummerSlam issue. But are we putting this all the way out to WrestleMania, or is this happening at some point before that? Who knows? Mm-hmm.
1: Now. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna put it out there. Put it out there. And two bits gonna argue with me. Yes, they are. But I think the greatest all-round wrestling performer right now in the WWE is Kevin Owens. Yeah. Yeah. He is great in the ring. Great. Great at promos. Mm -hmm. Great at selling. Mm -hmm. Great at making you believe. Love him, hate him, whatever. Kevin Owens
0: owns the viewers right and and we've talked about this before i think one of the great things about kevin owens and this sounds weird to say about a wrestler is his range in these promos and in these mic attacks because it can be angry personal i'm coming after you owens or it can go funny you know like comedic style
1: and all work he even gets you on his side when he's like I come out here. I wrestle for my family. I'm trying to make a living. You're destroying me. Mm-hmm. You're taking me away from my family. You're taking food off their plate. And you believe it. It's like God. I feel bad for you, right? Kev.
0: Right? Right? You You can believe him being angry at someone, and you can also believe him being
1: trapped inside of a porta potty and tipped over. And but that's the thing. Normally, a trapped inside a porta potty stick is just that, and you're like, oh, you got trapped right, in a porta potty that's a freezango porta- that stick. But Kevin Owens even sold that. Yeah, and I'm. Braun Strowman is a massive man, and he is fun to watch in the ring, and he's very charismatic. But all in all, WWE has built him up to be some sort of monster that is indestructible, and yet you put him against Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens keeps him relevant Mm -hmm. and develops Braun Strowman's character in the same way. Exactly. I'm saying kudos to Kevin. I don't think he is... No, this is all him doing this, not Strowman. Because... Strowman obviously doesn't need the Money in the Bank contract. No. And I kind of like the angle WWE went with in the story where Kevin Owen now has a chance to get this Money in the Bank contract, Mm. which would help him out a lot more. Yes. Because Mm. we all believe Braun Strowman eventually is going to destroy somebody for that belt. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most likely Roman Reigns, in my opinion. Yeah. But... Mm. Give K.O. the credit where it's due. I think he is the greatest performer, and most people will argue Samoa Joe against me.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I think when you're looking at, like we talked about, the range, Samoa Joe's not going to do funny. Samoa Joe can
1: can come out and crush intimidating, (laughs) evil, mean annihilation. Exactly. But he does not, does not do the range that K.O. has. No, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. And I'm going to put it out there, too. I like the new character that's Constable Corbin. I, I think
0: especially if you're looking at before, like if you're comparing Baron Corbin to Constable Corbin, to me it's not even a comparison. It's Constable all the way. Yeah, I think he's much more entertaining that way, and I think what he's good at on the mic, sort of that condescendingness works as Constable Corbin more than weird symbiote hair.
1: Uh, The only thing I dislike about Baron Corbin, and I know he's just doing what he's told, Mm. is that he has to do the short jokes on Finn Balor. Oh my goodness, the short jokes. And I'm not big on the length of the program they're having with Finn Balor. Mm -hmm. If you're Mm -hmm. going to build this into a rivalry, then make it a rivalry. Just make them not like each other. Right, right. Or, you know, make Finn against the machine. Yeah. You know? I mean, I did enjoy, though, Balor's funhouse. I did. When he got him the little team. That was funny. (laughs) Come on. But yeah. all in all, it's like you're you're dumbing down Finn Balor. You're dumbing down Baron Corbin with this stuff. Get rid of the short jokes. It didn't work with Cass and yeah. Bryant. It's it not work gonna mad. work with Balor and Constable. Yeah. Just let it be what it is. It sounds
0: is. weird to say the wrestling fans are above that because
1: we're not above much, but we're above that. <laughs> all right. So that's like a downward push, an upward push, Mojo Rawley, and now this feud that he's having with Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode, exactly. And I think we need to talk about this because let's
0: be honest. We're the only ones that have ever been talking about Mojo Raleigh on most wrestling shows,
1: especially in the positive. Probably one of the most <laughs> underrated wrestlers out there. He has the ability. He has the speed. I will give it to you that he is a little clunky in the ring. Right. And I'll, I'll give it to you. It's been said he may be a little uh
0: stiff in go hurting some people or being a little strong, but... I, you know, I hate to say it works for his character, but it does. And this whole change that he's had to being focused, in, you know, instead of just intense, I think is, is
1: good. Now, currently, Rude did beat him. Right. But mm-hmm. I think that's only going to add fuel to the fire, and we're going to see more heat between him and uh, Mojo. Yeah. And I think this does a lot for Mojo. Mm-hmm. I don't think it hurts Bobby Rude in any way, shape, or form. Because it makes him relevant, because otherwise he had nothing going on. Yeah, and I just think... You're going to bring up, which is probably your C-card into a B-card mm-hmm. feud. And, and, and I like that. Yeah.
0: I mean, I wouldn't and, be surprised seeing something like this on a SummerSlam pre-show.
1: And I'm going to put it out there. Like, when you have so much talent on five hours worth of wrestling, mm-hmm. any TV time is good TV time. Exactly. And if Mojo Rawley is stealing TV time from other wrestlers right now, then obviously they see something in them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I actually mm-hmm. like the fact that WWE has developed a story, may it be with Mojo, which maybe some people don't like, or even Bobby Roode, which some people say he's played out, but I like the fact that WWE has taken the time to be like, hey, we're going to build a story here. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Mojo's gone from partying, hyped guy Mm -hmm. to this focus guy, and whether you like Mojo or not, just appreciate the fact that WWE is going back and actually writing story and building characters. Exactly, exactly. So, character development is kind of what we want. All right. Now, on the complete flip side of that, mm-hmm. crappy storylines, Sasha and Bailey.
0: Oh, my goodness. This, this what is it? Boss hugs? What yeah, do they call the it now? Boss hug connection or something. Uh, whatever. I don't, I don't know. know. Hugs I don't and thugs. Get you built up the feud between them.
1: Then you months. kill it with two weeks of shitty.
0: Right, and piss. now now they're best friends. Now the match that everybody wanted of Bailey versus Banks just isn't gonna happen because they're besties now.
1: Yeah, and then and now you're gonna parlay this into the Becky Lynch Charlotte connection. Uh, yeah, like, uh, fuck it. I, I I I don't know. I got nothing. I I can't. Right. I I can't. <laughs> all right. So let's get away from that. Let's actually talk about a good feud in the women's division on mm-hmm. Raw. Rousey and Bliss. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And I think
0: this is helping Rousey come up to, I mean, Rousey oh. was always at a high level, but this working with Bliss brings them both up to top female card,
1: like, after, without a doubt. After Rousey destroys Alicia Fox, yes. mm-hmm. she ends it with the most epic of mic drops. Yeah. Did mm-hmm. you see? It bounced up over her head. Yes, exactly. But the most <laughs> epic of mic drops. To call out bliss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no matter how hard you grab that belt, mm-hmm. it's gonna be mine at SummerSlam. Yeah.
0: I mean and I I don't know what they're doing. I, I don't know if they do this with everybody. I don't know if they're working more with Rousey because of who she is and their contract with her and her popularity. But whoever they have working with her on Mike skills, it's you
1: it's working. Like you but see it working. It's it's Natalia because they're besties. Oh, that's right, they're everybody's. besties.
0: They're besties. Yeah, I forgot oh, about so, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so yeah. so we didn't touch everyone on Raw, but we'll get into more of like the tag teams and stuff because right. we broke that down all I think that's a whole different thing. Yeah, But that's kind of a recap on Raw. Let's get into some of the SmackDown uh, wrestlers. All right.
0: We we discussed it about the Extreme Rules, but we got the Orton, Hardy, Nakamura thing going all right.
1: on. So this is what I'm loving right now. Mm-hmm. The heel turn on Randy Orton yes. is much needed, much called for, and so freaking incredibly awesome. He has dropped... The most killer of promos in the last three weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I am just all in, yeah. sitting there. I've got my Randy Orton Viper t-shirt on. I'm mm. wearing the hat. I got whatever little merch that he sells because he told us. He doesn't change stuff just to sell. My, make money. Yeah, exactly. He came out because that's what he does. And now we know that we're not to call him Randy Orton or the Legend Killer or the Apex Predator or mm. even the Viper. We are to know him by three simple letters.
0: R. K O yeah yeah it is and i think he's put it out on twitter but he has said if if he can make people who are watching this feel uncomfortable he's reaching his goal he is going to be the
1: most violent wrestler yeah in wwe
0: that pulling mind of you. Hardy's earlobe gauge thing Ugh. i mean like i still have injuries mind
1: you. mind you it's a PG-13 show. Right. Well, yeah. Let's not go straight. So, <laughs> true. Violent is about as far as pulling his ear low. Right. Um, now, I'm going to put it out there. I want to see this heel Orton mm-hmm. against heel Samoa Joe.
0: <sighs> Just in a promo battle. Yeah, exactly. That alone would be decent. But I like what they're doing or what they're having uh, Randy say he's doing, which is he is taking down
1: all of the top people. So everyone that when he goes you've out, builds up. <laughs> everyone you've built up, everyone you made an icon in you. Mm. I'm doing this just to spite you. I'm gonna take everyone out and then I'm done.
0: I'm going to throw this out there. I think that when he's done with Hardy, I think his next attack
1: is going to be Rusev. Ooh, who would I predict? I would think Randy Orton would you're go. You're gonna have him take down somebody. I would love to see him go to Raw and kill oh. Matt Hardy. I mean, if just take the Hardys out,
0: period. What actually would be interesting, if you want to go overall WWE story wise, is for them to have somebody like Orton who just says, "I don't give an f about brands or anything. I'm gonna go to Raw. I'm gonna go to SmackDown. I'll show up on NXT.
1: Like I'll just go everywhere. That would and be just take awesome. everyone out. That like, would be freaking your incredible. top people. Well, because oh, so, so we touched on it. So let's talk about Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. All right. Jeff is still looking slow and old in the ring. Yes. I I understand this man has performed at an utmost level for over oh, 20 years exactly. now. Exactly. Exactly. I like this selling. I like the fact that he's got this heat with Randy Orton. It's keeping him up and relevant. Mm-hmm. Um the prediction, mm-hmm. although it being bold is now that Randy Orton has stolen has taken away Jeff's identity. Right. Does he come back as Nero? And is that something you want? I don't want that. Oh, I'm, I I am all about Brother Nero. I don't like Brother Nero. I don't like Bray Wyatt. I, the, I don't like Matt Hardy. Right, I don't like but I want, Broken, anything.
0: I want Brother Nero with Matt Hardy.
1: Like, that's the problem. To do Brother Nero completely separate on SmackDown, it, it's well, not as exciting. If Orton erased Jeff Hart, Jeff Hardy from the SmackDown brand, can he go back over as Brother Nero? Uh, rules mean nothing to WWE sometimes. Right. So. And then <laughs> the third... An almost forgotten <laughs> part of this whole mix is Shinsuke now is the U.S. champ. Yeah. He's still the one with the belt. And he still heel Shinsuke doing dirty things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I will tell you this. This week when he wrestled R-Truth, oh, first of all, R-Truth's promo. I love some R-Truth, yeah, man. <laughs> how are you going to get a title match? Like everyone
0: else, I'm going to pin Carmella. <laughs> and then, oh, and then poor... Poor Ty Dillinger. Just no, no. So
1: everybody on Twitter last night was talking about how awesome R-Truth's promo Mm -hmm. was. And I'm going to give it to him. It was really great. Right. Mm -hmm. But I actually spent the time looking at Ty Dillinger, and he really sold everything R-Truth was going with. Yeah, he did. He did. And it just made it even better. So kudos to Ty Dillinger. Maybe not my favorite wrestler, but he's really, like, this little thing they got with him and R-Truth going Mm -hmm. is kind of... Popping a little. I have a fact for you that I was not
0: aware of until this week. Do you know who Ty Dillinger is dating? Yes, Peyton Royce. Who knew
1: that? Yeah. I
0: didn't know that till recently. Really? Yeah. I don't pay yeah. attention to that well, stuff. Well,
1: he's one of the goofiest looking, luckiest men <laughs> in the company. Maybe it's the lightning bolts on the side of his head. It's probably what it That's is. That's probably what it is. She's like, you know what? Nothing makes you more dreamy than an <laughs> early 1990s <laughs> hairstyle. Right. If you look like more Vanilla Ice, she loves you. You know what? And put... Couple more lines in your eyebrow—that mm-hmm, looks great too. Mm-hmm. But um, so Shinsuke, I feel, is just going to kind of drift off into the sunset. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. The pop we had when he first came in is mm-hmm. gone.
0: So, and even when all this is done, when SummerSlam's over, what do you, what do you do with him? Who's who's coming next into this? I don't, I, un- I, don't, I don't know. know. So, I,
1: well, let's ask. What do you think of like? Especially now that they have a good beef going between Lana and Zelina. Mm-hmm. You're also getting that riff with Andrade and Rusev. That's true. English is in the mix there. Mm-hmm. These could be the next ones stepping up for the U.S. championship. That would, that would make sense. So I could put all three of those. I could put English, Rusev, and Andrade in the mix for the uh, U.S. championship. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree with you there. I like. I like. The kind of discontent in the Rusev camp. Mm-hmm. I,
0: I, I know we don't want that to happen personally, but I think the way they're doing it, I
1: think we both like. It, no, None of them comes off looking like a heel. It's just misunderstandings, and maybe it is time for them to break up. hmm I do agree, though. English said it this week. I'm nothing without you guys. Yeah. I don't know who I am. I think this is a good—we obviously see the writing on the wall. There's going to be a breakup. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think this is a great chance, and, and you and I have talked about it. Um, I think this is a great chance that when the breakup happens, let English win. Let him beat Rusev. Yes, he he would need the win more than Rusev. Yeah, Rusev will walk away fine. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's a dirty win. Yeah, it can be even a win. if it's dirty, mm-hmm. as long as it's a win. And then English can come back and be like, you know what? I didn't think I knew who I was without you, but I do know who I am. Exactly. I am Aiden English. I am, I am the drama king. I am the drama king, mm-hmm. and then he can carry that and parlay it into something. Yep, um, yep. Andrade doesn't need anything. He's fine where he's at. Rusev is fine where he's at. I like the little heat they're building between Vega and Lana. Yes. And mm-hmm. I have to say this. Lana is very mechanical in the ring, mm-hmm. but every match I've seen her in so far, she is getting better and better. She is. She is. Her, so, her
0: skill set is definitely progressing as she goes on um so so that's good i mean i I, like you said i i like that i like that i like it a lot and we're getting into things we like the miz and daniel Bryan. i mean come on like Mm. this is like you said
1: (laughs) eight years of drama yeah Mm -hmm. the two of them have sold it it's even better now like even the promo they cut last night miz I know you and I watch The Miz and Misses. Right. Mm -hmm. And last night's episode, he's talking about he was upset that he missed a CPR class for the birth of his daughter and that he gives 100% to everything he does. Mm -hmm. I'm parlaying Miz and Misses into his promo last night because the last couple of promos he's done against Daniel Bryan, he has totally
0: sold. Yes. Even when not there. Even Jumbotron Miz is selling it. I'm
1: just saying well, kayfabe sucks because <laughs> we were led to believe by what he was saying that he's on the set of Miz and Mrs., right. which would be his house. Right. That's what I kind of always question. And questioned. last night, Daniel Bryan
0: comes on set to attack the Miz. Right. So is he is he going to be arrested for breaking and entering? It's breaking
1: and entering. <laughs> That's assault. Right. Mm-hmm. Like Miz could have killed him. Exactly. Exactly. He threw, threw a plan at him, though. But I'm just saying... With, with all that being said, I love all the tension and all the build-up. Um, I think this is one of those, you can never resolve this. This has to be an ongoing feud. There should never be a clear, decisive yes. win. hmm hmm And you just go back
0: to this every, yeah. every year, every couple every of years. Every couple
1: <laughs> months or whatever. Right. I'd, like, I do, like, a every six-month thing. hmm Just tap back into it for a month and then yeah. disappear again. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but we love The Miz. We're kind of fans of Daniel Bryan. Like... I I never truly bought into Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I mm-hmm. like the character. Um, I like the whole underdog thing because who doesn't in America? Mm-hmm. But end all, be all, Daniel Bryan is just another talent to me. He's a good talent. Yeah. He's His like, wrestling is very He's is like good. a Cena. He's not a favorite of mine, but he is a talent, and I give him the respect yeah. that he's Yeah, and good. if you're going to have certain people, you know, him,
0: Seth Rollins, that are lasting hours in a match, you know, it. They make it believable. I believe that somebody like Daniel Bryan has enough heart, you know, to make it through 72 minutes of a match. Like, that's a thing he can do. I'm I'm with
1: you. Mm. Now, I want to say you truly are my best friend. Oh, thanks. Because I realize what you did here. We have a Mm. list in front of us of all the ones we wanted to touch. And you left my favorite for the last. Of course. Of course, because I knew this is where you would want to talk the most. Becky Lynch, mm-hmm. Charlotte, and Carmella. I'm gonna talk about Carmella first. Okay. Fuck her. Can't, can't <laughs> just never can't stand her. No. Do not like her. Now I'm gonna talk about Charlotte. Mm. Uh, welcome back. Yeah. I'm glad mm-hmm. you're recuperating. Your, yeah. your boobs look great, I guess. I mean,
0: I'm I I enjoyed the surprise comeback, you know, of her writing out to save her best friend. Yeah. Um, but I think when that happened, like the moment that happened, everybody Watching WWE was like, oh, yeah. Now it's gonna be a triple threat. Yeah. <laughs> Becky. And it was even
1: built up this week where it's like, okay, now we got a tag, and then Charlotte gets the win. But hey, we won, and Becky's mm. like, yeah, but right, right. Yeah, so they're obviously building that tension up. Um, but I want to talk about Becky. Mm-hmm. First of all, Becky Lynch, I love you. I say that every show. Every, every show. Shows. Gotta make sure now, it's out. Gotta, so. gotta make sure. Um, look, Becky. Lynch is one of my favorite performers. She's Mm -hmm. the darling of the WWE right now. The darling. We all want her to have her shot and to actually get the belt back. Right, right. And I think WWE would be fine doing it. Mm -hmm. I think it's time for Carmella to lose that belt. Yes. Um, I think you literally screwed yourself into a circle by writing Charlotte back in. I get that Vince McMahon said tall blonde, big boobs, put her in. Right, right. Mm. Um and I get that you're now trying to build that into the tension that is building between Charlotte and Becky. Lynch. Right, right.
0: But um but if you get Becky lose again and then I guess go against Charlotte, yeah. at a later leg like, you're you're just dragging out. I think it it looks better to have Becky win now and Charlotte win it back later than Charlotte win it now and Becky win it from her. It just goes to show
1: it's like it really really feels like the WWE was like What are the fans like? No, 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 no. We don't agree with that. Right. We'll show you who to like. They're dumb, let me tell you. And that's why your ratings are dropping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, we are simple, predictable folk as wrestling fans. It's true. When we like somebody, we want to see them win. Correct. If we don't like somebody, we want to see them lose. Correct. Mm -hmm. You can throw us a curb every now and then. Mm -hmm. But if you give the fans, if you give the people buying your product what they want, they will be more vested and buy more of your product. Yes. Completely agree. So, I'm upset. I want to see more Becky Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right. We've gone over, like, the main cards. Mm -hmm. We both agree the tag teams on both Raw and SmackDown are crap right now. I mean, in, in coming up with what to talk about today, we
0: struggled to remember the tag teams. Not all of them, just some of them. I mean, like, you know, it, it's – and I feel you have so little going on between both shows, both sets of tag teams, that you just need to give up and you have a tag team belt that goes both shows
1: and just let the let them cross back and forth. Who cares? It's like, it's like the unwanted kid you keep in the closet. Right. It's like it's still there. We still feed it. We take care of it. But, you know, like with you growing up. Right, um, right. Or mm-hmm. you now. Well, mm. yeah. Um, but, you know – it, it's kind of got that feeling. The, the tag team is just kind of like it's there. Right. It's almost like they treat 205. Hey, it's really good. Right. Like, you would like you
0: it, would really like. we're it. not
1: going to promo it. Right,
0: and we're actually going to have another show called Miz and Misses that we're going to have
1: every week against it. But. <laughs> so, in going through the tag teams, we've got AOP and Titus Worldwide going at it. How far down have you dropped AOP? Exactly. And exactly. you have a Cam lose to uh Apollo Cruz, which is fine. I like Apollo Cruz. Right. I always thought he was an untapped talent. I'm glad he wins. Then Reznar comes and beats Titus the next week. I this feud? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, I, I don't get it. I I don't and, I don't know who you're winning with this. And I agree with most fans. AOP needs somebody. Like, yes. Put, Paul Ellering's not coming back. He can't handle the travel schedule. But give him somebody. So do we put a Heyman with them? That wouldn't be a bad idea. That would be great. That wouldn't that would not be a bad idea. Talking about another team that has recently come up, but mm. it has kind of been Submarine Sanity. Yeah. I mean, they had the whole come up and then just disappear
0: for like a month and then now they're coming back up again. But I mean, you're you're promoting them as this crazy faction that's, you know, coming out. But then
1: the best you give them is a pre-show match? Yeah, like, and it goes along the same things we talk about with the Revival. Like, here's a great tag team with a shit ton of talent, mm -hmm. and you're having them as the third interfere between Roman and Lashley?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: you know. Or or coming in and and going
0: against the leaders while the champions B-team, like, disappear from it? It, I don't know. You're
1: you're doing everyone a disservice here. Speaking of the B-team and the leaders of the world... Never liked him. Mm-hmm. And it just goes to show that, hey, this is a joke. We're going to take two joke tag teams and have them trade the belt on and right all. right. Mm-hmm. So why? But B-Team does have a new theme song. What's it? I believe B-Team Go, Go, Go. I, I haven't heard it because when they come on, <laughs> I walk away. <laughs> you walk away. Disappear. So, That's snack and then, break. We used to call that diva time. Yeah, then... <laughs> then you know another one that you and I both like. We like Luke Harper. Yes. And, and uh, was it Mark Rowan? Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I know I was getting his first name wrong. But we like them. Right. We think the Bludgeon Brothers is kind of a stiff
0: character. I mean, you're you're almost doing the same sort of thing where you have with Strowman, which is you build them up so strong. What are, you, what are you doing now? At some point, you've hit the, the top, and you've made them appear unbeatable. Yeah. So who's going to come in and
1: beat them? Well, they had this division thing to see who the number one contender is. It involved the Uso, the Bar, Sanity, New Day. Mm-hmm. New Day comes out of it, mm-hmm. and they're going to wrestle at SummerSlam against the Bludgeon Brothers for the belts. Um, so you have Pancake... Kofi doing some killer interviews. Oh, that was the amazing. Uh, the uh, broadcast table. Oh, I mean, all also this amazing. great funny stuff against these two monsters. Yeah, and you know, you and I both said we we like Seamus. we like Cesaro. Mm-hmm. We're kind of done with the bar. Yeah. Um, you buried the Usos in this. You did. You know. You didn't do anything, and now it's like you have two polar opposites going for the SmackDown tag titles, and I want the New Day to win just because I like them more. They're more entertaining to me. hmm hmm Yeah, I agree. I so, agree. But I want the Uso Penitentiary back. I want them hard. They're kind of like in between. I don't want the in-between. I want them hard. Want, yeah, hmm So... And there you go, guys. There you go. That's, that's, a, that's a the, state, the state of WWE, basically, at this point. Hey, that's a catch-up for us. Mm-hmm. Let's do another catch-up real quick. Because we do. We would been we wouldn't be doing the right service if we didn't talk about one of our favorite venues, Right Coast Pro. Right. I mean, the last time we were on was the week before their Festivus 6
0: giant extravaganza Which was event. a freaking
1: unbelievable show. Agreed. A lot of stuff happened.
0: Agreed. Agreed. So I'm just going to go through some of the matches and who won. And you have some reaction to them. Ready. All right. We got one of your favorite people based solely on name alone. God, it's a great name. Chick Magnet Mozart Fontaine.
1: Perfect name. Mm. Almost as good as Gustin Uberstud. That's true. That's true. Who's that, you, you ask? You'll find out in a little bit. mm mm-hmm. um, He beat
0: Sean Donovan. As he should have. As he should have. All right. We had the number one tag team contenders match.
1: This is to go against the crazy This is to go
0: against the, the in champions. In September. Right. So we had Pretty and Gritty beat the American team, Colton Quest and
1: Tomahawk. Um, I like this combination of Pretty and Gritty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, probably not the cleanest of teams. No. Or, and probably not the most polished of wins. Right, right. But I really like this combination. Yeah. I think it's going to be a great match between the Crazy Kids. However, our hearts will always be with the Crazy Kids because we love us some Slim Jim. We love us some Slim Jim. Follower number 200. 100. 100, I mean.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. only one. Only one. That could be only one. The Crazy Kids obviously retain their belt again. We all knew they were going to beat the Money in the Monarchy. That wasn't even a, a question. But
1: it was a great match. But it was. It uh, was. Money in the Monarchy showed up, but Crazy Kids in the end just too much yeah. too much to handle yeah uh we get to our olympus championship where Sean royal
0: retained it by beating wildlife cecil warwind i'm not a fan of how this came out and neither am i we are fans of the storsvalding savages
2: and we especially like especially cecil, cecil warwind exactly exactly and
0: um yeah not a, big not a fan. fan of how this turned out not a fan so. not a fan and then we had uh the big match the
1: championship match all right i, I knew it. It was a championship match, but I'm actually going to say the Baldwin family brew. Well, that's true. For the big man, At least for us, personally. Well, we were invested. Right. Oh, so all invested. Right. So we had Mr. No Days off Fred Rosser. Right. He came.
0: Fred Rosser came. He has come back. All right, to right coast pro. He used to wrestle in this area before. He's returned. He actually beat... The richest man in Haiti, Brian Prophet,
1: but it was by DQ, which means no belt change. So he wins the match, but not the belt. Exactly. And exactly. once again, shenanigans on Mr. Shenanigans part. Shenanigans on the Prophet. As we all know, that's how it happens. Right. So in kayfabe, boo to you, Mr. Profit. Boo to you! You need to work on your wrestling skills and not cheat. Yes. Personally? Yes. I like it. I know. Like, so I love me a good heel. It's so entertaining, and, and he's great at it. Brian Proffitt does a great job. And I'll be honest, uh,
0: you know, while it may sometimes upset people, I love DQ wins that still result in no belt changing, so you can keep it going. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, personally happy with it. Mm-hmm. Professionally, Hate them. shame on you. And then we had the Baldwin Brothers feud. All right, so much like anything else in wrestling, I love a great story. Right. And right. the Baldwins have built this story throughout time. Yes. And there is nothing greater than an inner family turmoil for mm-hmm. you to just like mm-hmm. pick a side and just really want to be in on it.
0: And I mean we have been on the Baldwin train since episode 1.
1: Yeah. Love us some definition of, definition of a definition of
0: a ring technician. technician and a Mr. <laughs> Intensity. Right. Episode one, we were all about. We had not even knew anything about Right Coast Pro. The name alone, definition of a ring technician. Harry
1: M. Baldwin. I still say D. Us. Malenko.
0: Ah, that's very true. He
1: to me. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Mm-hmm. off else. Let's talk about the Baldwin's. Listen, mm-hmm. phenomenal freaking match. Yes. The promo also leading up to the match. Oh, Harry's promo. <laughs> Forget about Forget it. Forget it. But the match itself. Mm-hmm. The intensity, the level that it was Intensity. At, I see what you did there. I didn't even know I did that, but that <laughs> happened. That just happened. <laughs> happened. But everything that went into this match just made it probably, and I'm not discounting any of the other talent that was there, mm-hmm. probably made this the best match of the night. I agree. I agree. Um, so, I got to say, I want more. Yeah. I mean, Jerry ended up coming away with the
0: win. Yeah, yeah. But I think if you, you could do this to their next event. All right, they have a September event coming up. I say you move this, keep this going. You know,
1: I am just saying. Right Coast Pro is doing it right. They have an amazing stable of talent. Mm-hmm. They are perfect yep. for a Saturday night. Yes, it is very economical. Yeah. I think the most expensive seat there is twenty bucks. They it's are family very friendly and very fan interactive. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. meet your favorite wrestlers. They will talk with you. They'll take pictures with you. They will even interact with you on Twitter. Yes. We know because they put up with us. I know. And that's all asking the time. a lot. We don't know why. But everybody, do yourself a favor. This is our favorite local to us mm-hmm. uh, indie wrestling show. Yep. They do something almost every month. And you can never go wrong. It is never. always a great show. Always, always. So, always. so check that out. From us to you, mm-hmm. right Coast, thank you for everything you do.
0: Wow. That was a kiss from Craig. Yeah. Speaking of kiss, I don't, <sighs> wait, this probably shouldn't. Yeah, no, that's kiss. not a good segue. No.
1: How about speaking of great love? Yes, yeah, and admiration of... that we have for people and things.
0: Exactly. We have a get of this interview. This is your get. And I can't I am be amazed. more excited for this. Superstar. Superstar. Todd the Cheeseburger from the infamous Raw episode with Mojo Raleigh. Hashtag don't be a Todd. That actual person. We found the actual person, the actual cheeseburger, and we got an interview with him. And I'm going to say from all of the other wrestling shows that we listen to, all of the other wrestling posts, the shows that we are podcast with, that we collaborate with, all this stuff, I
1: have not seen him on any of these. No, no. We have an exclusive. We have so I'm calling this an exclusive. And, You're right. And so exclusive as this, nobody else will say it, but you and I will. This man relit the fire under Mojo. Yes, he did. This man was the catalyst that turned Mojo into the focused one that he is. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. When he realized, "Don't be a cheeseburger." That was a moment in Mojo's time. A moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Todd the cheeseburger, alias. Gustin Uberstud. I mean,
0: it's. It's amazing. You'll see it. You'll hear the the behind-the-scenes story of how he became the cheeseburger, which is fascinating in and Uh of itself. You'll hear that not only do we like him for all he's done, but he's also been here locally fighting before to people that we see on
1: Raw now. He has fought here in the Maryland area locally. All right. So without any more interruption, without Mm -hmm. any more delay, here is our interview with one Todd the cheeseburger. So folks, here we are, we're interviewing a
0: celebrity, alright, the person that has been in all of our minds for going on almost a month now, alright, he was made famous on the episode of Raw from July 20, or from June 25th, alright, it is the man himself, the man who was called out by Mojo, Todd the Cheeseburger, welcome to Take Two Takedown, Todd.
2: Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, you're probably being a little bit generous with celebrity, but I, I guess I, I guess I guess I did get my fifteen minutes there, so I'd be happy for that. <laughs> well, in our world you are a celebrity, Todd.
1: You've been on Raw longer oh, than we you.
0: have, so therefore you are a celebrity. Well, that's true, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So how did it end up that you ended in that conga line dressed as a cheeseburger? Like, what What in the world of Todd led you to that?
2: Well, how far back do you want me to go? Do you want, do you want to talk about the beginning of my training or just uh, start with uh, that evening and talk about the everything else later?
0: Let's start with the beginning of your training. We'll start at the origin. We'll start in when you were a little cheeseburger. Okay. And ha- the
1: origin stories. Okay. So
2: we're a little patty okay. of raw meat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, okay. Well, when I was, uh, I mean, obviously growing up wrestling was a big thing for me. I grew up on, uh, Hulk Hogan and ultimate warrior. And, um, so it was always, uh, this big larger than life thing for me that, um, I was, I started acting when I was a really little kid. Um, and then started doing backyard wrestling with my friends cause we were so into it. Um, and then I was working for a media company in Maryland, and there was actually a wrestling school right down the street, uh, the Neal Superior Pro Wrestling Training Center. This is in Hagerstown, Maryland. And um, I started. I contacted the promoter, uh, John Rambo, and he, he said, yeah, come on down, check it out. So I went down, and, and it just kind of stuck. Uh, I kept going back for six years and then um and doing shows in the mid Atlantic region. Uh most notably I guess the are uh, the leagues that I wrestled for the most would be a uh, House of Pain Wrestling Federation, National Wrestling League, uh WXW up in Pennsylvania. Um those were the those were the places I wrestled the most. Okay, and yeah, then, and some of those are still uh, going
0: strong now, yeah.
2: Uh, they're they're all they're all still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, the NWL actually just changed hands recently to some friends of mine, so I'll actually be going back there for a show uh, What's the show date? September 8th.
0: Oh, that's, that's um, perfect, because we're yeah, actually I'll based be, out of the D.C. area.
2: Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, it, it's going to be in Inwood, West Virginia, September 8th, uh, NWL, so uh, come on out and we can chat face-to-face.
0: I'm already liking uh, this. Done.
1: Done, dude. <laughs> We're wearing our
2: cheeseburger costumes mm. when we go, right, Greg? Right, of course, please, obviously. Please do. Mm-hmm. Please do. Um, so, uh, um, from, there I, from there, I developed kind of a, an alter ego, I guess we'll say. Um, and Uber Uberstud. That was, uh, you probably what noticed the great wrestling. wrestling name. That is a perfect wrestling <laughs> name. <man. laughs> that, that's why the that's why the Twitter handle is G Uber stud. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'll talk more about that in a little bit, but I, I'll, I'll try and hurry up and get to the point here of how, how the whole raw thing happened. Um, so they got in touch with me. I, I'm out in California now. Um, I came out here for, uh, for school. I'm involved in filmmaking. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, some wrestlers after, after their, Wrestling career, they go on to acting and filmmaking and and all that. I did I did all that stuff first, so I little loaded back. Gotcha. No, yeah, you're like you're like a, yeah. just
0: the opposite version of The Rock, pretty much. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm an opposite Rock. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, but like, I'm just like him in every way, but every but other way.
0: Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the Rock followed um, you, Todd. The Rock <laughs> followed you. He did. He did. He you. Have my successful acting and filmmaking career, and he decided maybe I want a, a little piece of that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And I, I, I don't know. I can't confirm this, but I'm pretty sure most of his uh, training techniques he got from me too. I can't confirm that, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, I, I have a suspicion.
0: Well, we all do. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> um. So anyway, so uh, they, they. Uh, WWE reached out to me and invited me down to uh, Raw in San Diego last month for to be extra talent. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when you go there as extra talent, you have no idea what you're going to do or if they're <laughs> going to use you at all. Yeah, it could be anything uh, at all. Uh, yeah, It could be anything at all. Um, so, you know, my family and friends that knew I was going down there, I was like, well, look, you guys can watch it. Please do. I don't know if you'll see me. But, you know, watch. Um, And then uh, they told us we would be in the conga line. And they had had us all go out to props and pick out costumes. I did not know this, but props, the props truck was located outside. Okay. So Mm -hmm. people kept telling me, go down to the end of the hall and find props and get your outfit. Well, I'm walking up and down the hall backstage end to end can't find it finally figure out that it's outside so by the time I get outside most of the outfits have pretty much been snatched up Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. except the cheeseburger the cheeseburger costume is laying there so I went okay why not I put the cheeseburger costume on there's a hot dog hat next to it I put the hot dog hat on I go down to the ring everybody else is already there like they're, I, I'm walking backstage and they're like, you need to get down there right now because they're talking about the spot. So I get down there and Steve uh, Malenko is down there and he says, oh, there's the hot or there's the hamburger. And they they said, why are you wearing why are you wearing a hamburger costume with a hot dog hat? And I said, well, because cause I'm I'm just me. And they go, take the hat off. It's very confusing. And I thought that's really? that's the confusing <laughs> that's, part, that's right?
1: The, thing <laughs> it's the hot dog hat.
2: <laughs> We got a guy wearing a rainbow hat. We got a guy wearing a chicken hat. Uh, everybody's dressed in bold, brilliant colors, wearing things that make no sense. But the hot dog hat with the hamburger costume, that's going to confuse right. the audience. That's going
0: too far, right.
2: <laughs> that's going to be the thing that just throws the whole spot off. So I'm like, okay, so I give somebody else the hot dog hat. And uh, and they, they line us all up. And then... They just point at me, and, and they say, he's coming after you. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I guess that's kind of the the, the short, if shortish version from, from start to finish, how, where I started and uh, how I ended up in that line getting singled out by Mojo Raleigh that night.
0: I mean, the fact that you picked out the cheeseburger costume yourself Pretty much makes this the most epic RAW story ever. I think now
1: you're you're pretty much <laughs> yeah. in Indiana Jones in the Raider of the Lost Ark. <laughs> found the ancient
2: artifact; that needed to be found. I did, and I didn't even know that the uh, that the chalice that I was drinking from wasn't going to kill me. Right, but uh, hey, you know, I got lucky.
0: Oh, oh, we're so they impressed. Actually,
2: actually, if you watch RAW the next week, they actually put somebody else in the cheeseburger costume, the same way that I did it. They put the cheeseburger costume on, they put the little blue cape on, and he got a car beat out of him by the We we (laughs) noticed that. (laughs) We noticed that.
1: (laughs) And I want you to know that we realized it wasn't you in the cheeseburger costume. They're like, they switched the
2: cheeseburgers. They did. And, uh, you know, somebody somebody texted me and they said, "Hey, man, they, they put another guy in the cheeseburger tonight," and I was so upset, man. I was just crushed. I was like, "I thought they would call me back, you know?" Right? If they were to gonna, if they it. were gonna make a so,
0: call like, back to it, they should at least call you back to do it.
2: That's what I thought. Like, that's what everybody thought after that. Like, they were like, you know, you—they actually gave you a second on the mic and like gave you camera time. You're getting called back, right? And mm-hmm. so when I found out they put somebody else in the costume, the next week I was kinda of devastated for a minute until I saw what happened to him and then I guess I wasn't so mad anymore. <laughs> like, eh, maybe you'll be safe
0: watching yeah. it at home instead.
2: He just got destroyed. I was like, oh man Oh Yeah, so I got all the FaceTime and the other guy uh had to take the bump. Right, so he got I all guess the I'm pain not too, so. too upset about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yes. So, did did you have any interaction with Mojo after this, as to hey, hey, like you know, thanks for calling me out, or you know, I'm glad you didn't actually have to hit me, not knowing that next week he would beat up the other guy, but.
2: Um, I mean, yeah, I did uh, a little bit. Um, uh, you know, I I saw him back in the locker room and and you know, uh, kind of gave him the, you know, thanks for. Thanks for calling me out there, buddy. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, it was, it was, uh, I'm glad he did because I got the the FaceTime. But, you know, I've, uh, I guess I've been trolling him a little bit on Twitter, letting him know, hey, I haven't forgotten about Batman. (laughs) Just want you to know, if they call me back, I got a little vendetta here. Oh, don't
0: worry. uh, We're doing the same thing to him, too. So that's okay. Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, but, no, he, he and uh, Jose were, 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 you know, both pretty cool about it afterwards. Uh, Jose actually gave me a, a big hug after the spot, and uh, I was like, well, that's cool, man. I'm glad he, he, you know, I appreciated them giving me the spot, so the fact that they appreciated me was uh, pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. So what, what pillars of fame have you now reached? How high Ooh, up are you? Pillikers, big words. Pillikers, that's a mixture of pillar and pinnacle. Pillikers? Pillikers of say, pain. I've never uh, heard it before. And... Yeah, I, I, we <laughs> well, make up our own because, words, it's fine.
2: That's because it is above pillar.
0: Exactly, higher. it is higher than so. pillar. It is the pinnacle of pillars. <laughs> how, how, what? how famous are you now because of hashtag don't be a Todd and being Todd the Cheeseburger? We assume that you are going to be at various wrestling events just signing stuff that you'll yeah, be when's you'll, your Wrestlemania debut right when do you debut at Wrestlemania <laughs> you and James Ellsworth versus the rest of the people
2: well it's funny I actually I used to wrestle him like back in the back in Maryland that's awesome um, so <laughs> when I saw him start start showing up on, I was like wait a minute
1: <laughs> I know that <laughs> guy I know
2: this guy <laughs> yeah. and uh, I actually I saw him backstage and I you know, I wasn't really sure if he would remember me because it was some years back. And I was like, hey, man, do you remember wrestling back in the day? And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm at John Rambos. And I was like, yeah, man. So that was that was kind of funny to just see someone back there that I'd been in the ring with previously on the, you know, smaller shows. That's um, awesome. Yeah. They haven't they haven't let me know about my WrestleMania match yet. Um I, I think they're still working on it, like mm-hmm. making sure that I have good competition. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're trying to find the talent to match yours. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But uh, you know, it's just a matter of time, right? Right,
0: right, exactly.
2: Obviously, yeah. No, I, I mean the the uh, fame in quotes was mostly limited to that night. Um, it, it got over pretty well with the crowd, which was pretty amazing. Like when they went dark and went to commercial everyone just exploded i mean they were like doing the whole todd chant i mean just really wanting me to like get back at him and i just kind of as we were walking back when they were in commercial break i just kind of turned around and looked at everybody and like twenty thousand people are just looking at me freaking out and when i left sorry go ahead i was gonna say
1: your facial expression sold the whole moment (laughs) <laughs> he looked at you and said why are you dressed as a cheeseburger don't be a Todd and your facial expression just that whole look of being taken aback was just
2: awesome. yeah man yeah, right. hey it was the time of my life going down to that ring and then you know you get called out like that you get destroyed but uh, it it, yeah they that, that went so unexpectedly well with the crowd that night when I uh, when I left that evening because all the the talent parks behind a fence but the extra talent just parks in the regular parking lot where everybody parks Mm -hmm. so i had to walk out of the i had to walk out of the fence to get to my car like i couldn't just get in my car and drive away and people line up outside the fence to see if they can catch a peek of like one of their favorite wrestlers driving out right of course so I walk out. Yeah, Cause we've never I just, done I that. just walk out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me neither. No, <laughs> Whatever. Uh, um, yeah. So I walk out and, um, I guess somebody realized who had just walked out and somebody, I heard somebody say, Hey, it's Todd. And there were about a hundred people lined up, like waiting for wrestlers to drive out. That just started doing the Todd chant. and, You know, I went down and and shook a bunch of hands and it was like being a superstar for five minutes. It was crazy. I was like, What is going on? All I did was put on a cheeseburger costume. I didn't even ask that's all it takes. That's all it takes.
0: You hit a cheeseburger (laughs) cord somehow. (laughs) Who doesn't love a
2: cheeseburger? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) vegans, but Right. But forget that. Yeah, well, you know, (laughs) they they probably weren't chanting. Um yeah, that that explains why there were a couple boos. It must have been the vegans. must have been the vegans.
0: Be. Those damn vegans.
2: So... Yeah, sorry, guys. I mean, I, <laughs> you know. Next you time can't maybe make I'll put everyone happy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You <laughs> can't make
1: everyone happy. It's true. But you said a little bit that you're in uh, film school now? What, uh... Well, I, I, I was. I graduated. Oh, you were? But yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what does the life of Todd
2: now hold for the Cheeseburger King himself? So uh, my day job, I actually work on film sets. So, um, yeah, I'm out in Orange County, and I'll get a call to go up to L.A. and work on music videos or work on narrative films, commercials, pretty much just whatever, whatever somebody needs me for. I'll, Background I'll go up dancer. and do the work. Background dancer. Yeah. No, I, I actually uh, did do a, a spot uh, with the Maryland Lottery as, like, kind of a, a dancer um, for, like, a, a German pop band. It was it was just a commercial, but if you see the video online, it looks like like they cut out the commercial part of it. They just put the music video part of it in. Um Sorry, I jumped around a little bit. This this wasn't actually like the filmmaking part, the behind the camera part. This was like back when I was doing acting, and uh, the band's name was Uberstud. And, of, course, um, of course, yeah. So you can you can actually see that video online if you go to YouTube and type in Uberstud. You you might get a couple of my wrestling videos, but you'll see the music video too, and that's that's where uh, the whole thing started. Um, so that was that was the uh, the alter ego that I I wrestled under for many years and still actually still do Um, but uh, now it's just kind of working the cheeseburger in there with that character that's uh, that's been the challenging part but but something I realized because I was doing a seminar with Al Snow and um, Hardcore Holly and Al Snow was saying you know wrestlers aren't wrestlers aren't actors. They're not characters. They're amplified versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of sitting mm-hmm. there thinking, that's, that's fine for you, but I'm an actor. I'm going to play a character. So I've got this larger than my character, uber stud, really over the top. And, and kind of what I realized later was that character and, and Todd could coexist because they really both are amplified versions of myself. Uber stud is, is just me when I'm, when I'm at my most outgoing, because I've always been a pretty outgoing person as a kid. I mean, I did acting and music and performance for so long. So I've always kind of had that, like, you know, over the top kind of personality. Uh, and I get to explore that with Uber stud. um, It's very, you know, Uber's is a very physical, uh, punchy part of me. And Todd is the part of me that, you know, it's kind of like all those fears and and insecurities, especially about getting in the ring. Um, So they're like, they're polar opposite characters, but they're both very, very much a, a part of who I am. So instead of having to wrestle with, well, how do I make uh these two characters work together when they're totally opposite i can kind of reconcile that by saying well no they're both really quite quite a big part of me so you're cheeseburger uber stud yeah there you go uber burger
0: ooh yeah. <laughs> yes we like it we like it that's, like
2: that's it. a pretty good one
0: so where can people we, and we know about that event you said coming out in west virginia in september what other events do you have coming up where people mm-hmm. can see Uber studs slash cheeseburger doing what you do best
2: uh, let's see August 25th I'll be uh, wrestling for Orange County Championship Wrestling uh, that's, that event is called Next Level um, so if you're on the west coast uh, that's where you'll find me um, if you're on the East coast, you'll find me at that NWL show on, uh, September eight. Um, I have a couple other things coming up before that. i I might be in Vegas this weekend. Uh, there's still a little bit of a question mark around that. Um, so I don't want to say anything that's not true, mm-hmm. but, um, let's see. Big Valley wrestling, uh, They invited me out there. um, Nice. You're all over the place.
1: Everywhere. I mean, the (laughs) schedule of the Superstar is very hectic. It is. It is. Jet set. Jet flying. Allow me to rephrase that. Uh, The lifestyle
2: of an Uber star. There you go. Oh, man. You you guys are... (laughs) I like where you're headed. I might have to hire you to do some PR for me here.
0: Mm -hmm. Consider it done. It
1: the face on the words.
0: Right. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> exactly well we thank you so much for joining us Todd and if you guys haven't for some reason seen this episode of Raw it is on WWE Network now you can see it, it's the June 25th yeah, just episode came in last night. yeah it's perfect just in time for this interview, it's yeah. like we planned it or something All right? yeah. it, it, it's out there for people to see, make sure you watch it make sure you give Todd some love what is your Twitter again Todd so everybody can start following you
2: so you can look up this Todd the Cheeseburger or uh, the handle is at G Uberstud, U-B-E-R-S-T-U-D. Perfect. Make
0: sure you guys give him some love. Let him know how great he was on Raw and why we need to see more of him. I think WWE needs, needs to bring him back for real and not just his replacement. We want the real one back.
2: As long
0: as he doesn't <laughs> have to take that bump. That. Yeah. yeah,
2: just don't yeah, take that as bump. As long as I don't have to get... Thrown against the barricade like that, uh, you know,
0: Totally down with it. Before,
2: before we let you go, I have one more quick question for
1: you. Do sure. you realize that you were probably the first person to regenerate the career of Mojo Rawley? <laughs> that he went from being hyped
2: to being focused, <laughs> all because of you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. No. I guess you're right. He's uh, He's a whole new man. A uh, whole new competitor, all because of a cheeseburger.
0: Yep, that lucky man.
1: And that's yeah. how we look at you. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. Thank you. Yep.
2: The catalyst you know? for one
1: of our favorite wrestlers' career.
2: Turning, uh, turning the pages of WWE history right here. Your favorite cheeseburger.
0: Oh. That's it. Thank you so much, Todd. We appreciate the phone call. All right. Thanks a lot, guys.
1: I had a good time. That was it, John. That was it, listeners. Todd the Cheeseburger. What a great guy. An amazing talent. He is performing all over. He was just in Vegas. Mm-hmm. He is going on to do some more shows in California. Yep. And outside of that, he is still doing some acting and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Like, this it's guy doesn't have his hand in all anything. All over the place. So, Todd is a friend of our show now. We like hanging out with him. Mm-hmm. We love talking to him. Yep. And, guys, look. If you need to play catch up, the episode, it's... uh. June 25th. I believe so, yes. Mm -hmm. Of Raw that he is actually on. And it's on the WWE Network now. Yeah. Just go on WWE Network, pull it up, take a look at it, and you will understand why, one, he sold that show, and two, what a perfect person to play it. So thanks, Todd. We really enjoyed the interview. All right, John. It's been a long time since we've been here. All right. And because of that, we have to dive into our teabag. So... I get it, and we get a lot of good mail, and a we lot of really good ones, but we got an awesome letter. I, I want to say an epic letter. I, I can't disagree. This is, like, our fans are some of the greatest fans ever. Correct. Our listeners are some of the greatest people ever, and we Correct. enjoy interacting with you, but mm-hmm. for somebody to go above and beyond like this listener did, mm-hmm. uh, so without further ado, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our good friends, Karen, yes. wrote us... And I'm not going to lie, it's about a 10-page email where mm-hmm. she writes a whole storyline that we just thought was so cool, mm-hmm. we had to read it out.
0: We have to read it out, and we have to read it out with the uh, theatricality and emotion. Theatricality. You like that, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, we are both drama kings, so this works out well. Would you be Aiden, I'd be English? Yes. Okay. Without further ado, I will read the letter, and then we will get into... The story. Let's do it. So the letter goes like this. I read this. Now, this would be a great storyline for once. I agree with what you guys said on your show about no storylines, as in WWE has no good Mm storylines. And by the way, your Finn impression, thank you, is much better than your Rick James impression. That was Craig's. Hey. So let me know what you think, signed by Karen. Mm -hmm. Well, Karen, we thought it was epic. And here we go. Here we go. At SummerSlam, Roman Reigns wins the Universal title. Seth Rollins wins the Intercontinental title. And Kevin Owens wins Money in the Bank briefcase. Next night on Raw, Kurt Angle introduces
0: a tournament to decide the number one contender for the Universal title. Who will be facing Roman Reigns in Hell in a Cell. In a Hell in a Cell match. Kevin Owens must be kept far
1: away from Roman Reigns for now. Far, far away. Mm Mm-hmm qualifying matches take place on each episode of Raw. The finals should be between Finn Balor and the architect Seth Rollins. I like it. I like it. The finals take place on the go home episode of Raw. But before the finals, Finn Balor challenges Seth Rollins to put his IC title on the line. Seth Rollins accepts his challenge. The main event takes place it's an instant classic. As to be expected. With Balor winning clean and becoming the new IC champion, Roman Reigns comes to face-to-face with his foe for the weekend, and both of them hold up their titles.
0: I Ooh, I'm loving this so far, Karen! Roman Reigns and Finn Balor close the show, much to the disdain of many. The match is a grueling encounter with the cage wall being destroyed with Reigns spearing Finn through it. Just when Roman Reigns is lining up for his final spear, entrance music plays, here comes Gallows and Anderson. They've been transferred to Raw after SummerSlam. They decimate Roman and helps Finn pick up the victory, becoming the first person to hold the Universal and Intercontinental title at the same time. They do their two sweet jester. Two sweet. Thus, Balor turning heel, forming the Bullet Club, and they continue to destroy Reigns. Suddenly, burn it down. Burn it down. Seth Rollins comes to the aid of his shield buddy, but they're outnumbered. The club throws them in the ring and starts slowly crawling through the ring apron, like the shield used to do. Suddenly, car engines hit. Oh. It's Dean Ambrose, and thunderous ovation. He brings three kendo sticks with him, enters the
1: ring, and give Reigns and Rollins one each. The club seems to retreat, but... Oh, there's gonna be an ass-kicking. Smash! Rollins is down! Reigns, like everyone else, is in utter disbelief, and Ambrose struck Rollins with a kendo stick to the sickening thud. <clears throat> he again does it, this time to Reigns, and starts beating up both of them unmercifully. Mm. The club joins the fray, and they work together. When they are done... Ambrose lifts his hand to perform the too-sweet jester, signaling his heel turn two. I love this character. Love it! Next night on Raw, Ambrose explains his action. While being sidelined, his shield buddies, quote-unquote, were getting undeserved opportunities after opportunity. He tapped into his dark side because of jealousy. He told the audience that he is not your typical bad guy, who doesn't want to get the respect from the crowd or any of that crap. He has no problem with the WWE universe. Although, he doesn't give a shit about them either. He even says that whichever faction Dean Ambrose chooses, it becomes the most formidable one. Truth! Range music cuts off Dean Ambrose, followed by Seths. They're angry, with pure rage in their eyes. Rage! They march towards the ring, but are intercepted by the Bullet Club. But only Carl and Gallows to protect the credibility of Finn. I like it. Reigns and Rollins are beaten to a pulp and are made examples of what would happen if anyone dares oppose this new formed Bullet Club. Mm -hmm. Survivor Series being the next pay-per-view, Kurt Angle has to look for team members. It is again an interbrand battle for supremacy. Reigns and Rollins are selected to be in a team while Finn Balor has a match against WWE Champion AJ Styles. He becomes important here. Yes. Alright. During all this, Bullet Club shows its dominance over different teams, but only Gallows and Anderson fight, protecting Ambrose, who stays at ringside. The Bullet Club wins their matches cleanly against the top teams of Raw, and demand a Raw Tag Team title match at the last Raw before Survivor Series. I'm so excited! Kurt grants this opportunity, and the club defeats the Raw Tag Team champions. Karen says she prefers it to be the AOP who won their title at Hell in the Cell from the B-Team, we agree with you, Karen, mm-hmm. but are helped by Ambrose, thus protecting the credibility of the champions. The club will face the SmackDown Tag Team champs, the Bludgeon Brothers, that's a long title hold, mm-hmm. at Survivor Series, while Ambrose isn't booked for any of the matches. At
0: Survivor Series, each member of the Bullet Club picks up a win, but all thanks to interference of Dean. Love At the 5-on-5 five five traditional Survivor Series match, the last two members from Raw are Reigns and Rollins, while for SmackDown, it's only Daniel Bryan. Ambrose interferes again, costing Raw the victory, thus even helps Daniel Bryan in getting momentum. After Raw, at, Surviv- or at Raw after Survivor Series, Kurt Angle is upset with Ambrose and suspends him for a month. Ah, Ronda Rousey. No comical returns this time for Ambrose. No. Reign wants to instate his rematch clause for the Universal Title, but Balor says he's been having a hectic schedule, so a one-on-one match is just not possible. He then decides that Reigns and Rollins should go up against the Club in a three-on-two tornado handicap TLC match at TLC. Reigns and Rollins accept the challenge. Come TLC, the Bullet Club has the upper hand, but shows Reigns and Rollins manages to gain the upper hand just when it seemed like the duo was about to win, Ambrose interferes again, costing them the victory.
1: On the next roll. Kurt Angle declares that Balor has to defend his title against Roman Reigns at Royal Rumble, much like Lesnar. He also told Rollins and Ambrose that they are his workhorses, but only one of them gets a chance to be in the Royal Rumble match so he makes a one-versus-one match between the two of them to decide who will get a chance to compete at the Rumble. Ambrose and Rollins absolutely tear each other apart, and I'm going to add this in for effect, becoming one of the greatest matches in WWE history. Yep. Mm-hmm. The club tries to help Rollins, but he picks up a sneaky roll-up victory. hmm At the Royal Rumble... This is like a year-long thing. I love it. <laughs> it's great, Karen. You are so in it, and we love it. At the Royal Rumble... Reigns is about to win the Universal title, win the club, who have lost their tag team titles to AOP earlier in the evening, and Ambrose interfere. But the plan backfires as Carl hits Gallows with the announcer's bell. Reigns then spears Carl, Superman punches Dean, and again spears Finn Balor to win the Universal title. That's putting a lot on one roll. That really is. Dean, unhappy with the outcome, uses a steel chair to destroy the limbs of Anderson and Gallows, then turns his attention to Balor. He hits multiple chair shots on Balor, but doesn't seriously injure and tells him that, you are no use to me now. The night goes from bad to worse for Ambrose, as Rollin wins the Rumble
0: and chooses to phase Roman Reigns for his title. Next night on Raw, Ambrose cuts a promo on how his opportunity to be in the Rumble was taken away from Rollins and demands a rematch against him at Fastlane or Elimination Chamber, but the WWE Championship should be defended in the Elimination Chamber instead of the Universal Championship, she says. Where if he wins, he'll be added to the Universal Championship match against Reigns and Rollins, making it a shield triple threat. Which is what we have all been wanting. Yes! (laughs) Finn Balor invokes his rematch clause against Reigns at the same pay-per-view. Kurt Angle comes out to the ring and says that he is fed up up how the Intercontinental Championship is being devalued. He told Finn that he will defend his ICC Championship and will have his match for the Universal title on the same night. Finn Balor prepares for his matches the same way Rollins did when he was the WWE slash
1: US champ, defeating credible contenders. But at Fastlane... Finn Balor defeats Elias, who's slowly turning face in his championship victory feel-good moment would be better if he wins at WrestleMania. I agree. And retains the IC title, but he loses his match against Reigns. On the other hand, Dean Ambrose uses his heel tactics to win his match. Sorry, I'm adding words in here because i was <laughs> so excited that obviously Karen missed a word or two. All right. It's WrestleMania. It's the main event. The Shield Triple Threat Match. A main event we were all wanting. There's heated promos. There's fiery segments. There's perfect character buildup. It all leads to this. But here's the catch. Dean should be built as the ferocious heel who doesn't care about the title, but only seeks revenge. Ranges is the badass, but a little cocky half-faced half-heel who will do anything to retain his title. And Rollins? Rollins is the ultimate babyface who still thinks that the brothers can reunite.
0: The main event! Ding, ding, ding!
1: An absolute tear, a
0: five-star match, crazy bumps, synchronized moves by each member of the match, near fall after near fall, but there will be a spot where Reigns is holding a steel chair about to hit Ambrose with it. Rollins steps in and tries to stop Roman, but Roman warns him to move out of the way. Just when he is about to hit Ambrose with the chair, Rollins steps in to save his brother, eating the headshot in his place. Reigns is shocked. He drops the chair. Everyone is shocked. And as soon as Ambrose realizes what just happened, he realizes what his former best friend has done for him. Blood rages in Ambrose's eyes. In his eyes! He takes the chair and totally decimates Reigns. The match goes on for five more minutes. The final sequence ends with Ambrose hitting dirty deeds on a pile of chairs, but Reigns unconsciously rolling out of it. Ambrose lining him up for a suicide dive. He is stopped in his tracks by Seth, who hits him in the gut and hits him with a curb stomp on Ambrose and pins him to win the championship, while Reigns was this close to break the pinfall
1: close. Rollins is the champion. Everyone is applauding the performance of the former Shield member. The three sit in the middle of the ring looking at each other. Do I feel a Gargano champa bit mm-hmm, here? Mm-hmm. I like that move. I like where that went. They realize everything that happened, everything they just went through. Rollins holds up his hands forming the Shield signature fist. Reigns follows after a long and deafening chant of yes. Ambrose performs the signature fist. The shield is back. I'm seriously getting goosebumps. <laughs> I am, too. I'm all tingly. But out of nowhere, four masked members attack the shield. It's the Bullet Club! Ha-ha-ha! Four? Yes. Andersons and Gallo are back, and Balor is also there. Who lost his title to Elias earlier in the night? But who's the fourth member? Who? 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 It's AJ Styles! <sighs> He lost his match in WWE Championship to Daniel Bryan, and this move indicates that he has been transferred to Raw. They all performed a 2 sweet sign. They received thunderous boos, but the night isn't over. Kevin Owens with the briefcase. Ah! He brings a referee to the ring. He cashes in the contract and pins Rollins to win the Universal Championship. The prizefighter is back. The Bullet Club returns to the ring, and it seems they are going to attack Owens, too. But wait! Owen performs the Too Sweet gesture, becoming a member of the dominant faction. Un-freaking-believable, <laughs> Karen. Oh! That was so much fun. <laughs> so, obviously... Karen and us share the same love and desire for factions again. Yes, factions. Evil factions. The the twist and turns that she was able to put into that Mm storyline is amazing. And it just goes to prove that we, the fans, can write better stories than WWE. So
0: much better.
1: So So, much better. Karen, thank you so much for sharing that and allowing us to put that on our show. All right. If you want to try and top
0: that letter... I mean, good I luck. No. You know, you can email us, triple bag at gmail.com. Again, that's the word, triple the letter T-B-A-G at gmail.com. You can email us your letters. We'll read them on the show. I can't say they'll all get that lovely, dramatic reenactment reading as we tried oh, to do. If it's that good, yes. But if it's that good, it will. Again, follow us on Twitter at Take Two Takedown. You can follow us on there. And be sure to check out the website, take com, where you can click on the Amazon links, buy everything you normally would buy online and then make lots and lots of the money for us to buy wonderful shirts and figurines for the needy children yes because that's what we do it's who we are it's what we do but we are back folks episode 40 we promise to never leave you again for so long we've okay. returned episode 40 t3 peace I got
1: nothing.
2: Thanks for listening. You take two, take And don't forget, I love you, Bobby Roode. Bye, Bobby Roode.
0: We had 34% say B. You just wanna throw some music in while we're talking about Extreme Rules? I
1: didn't realize it would play. So you have to cut that out. I thought just Oh, up. that's funny. Do you want to do that while we're. No, that's fine. Listening to. Uh, or
0: what would while we're reading the letter? Are... Exactly. Okay, sorry. No, that's fine. We had 10% say A. Are you ready, sir? blue. It's been a long time coming. Long time. Now, are you sure everything's working? That's what it looks like. <laughs> it's a perception I yeah, have. Can't tell you, Can't tell you anything different. All I know is what it looks like. All right. Boom. This has been a production of Take Two Podcast.
1: W-T-T-P. 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 W-T-T-P.
0: W-T-T-P. W-T-T-P.
1: W-T-T-P.
0: W-T-T-P. W-T-T-P
1: W-T-T-P W-T-T-P